Hello and welcome to the 30s Mother Podcast. My name is Jessica and I am the host of this podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, welcome. You can see that my daughter is breastfeeding and if you are on any of the audio platforms, you can hear her. (laughs) She is my co-host. But in all honesty, I just have no other time to film. I don't have a fancy podcast room and nor do I have help or time and this is just really important to me and this is the only quiet time I have to myself is during my toddler's nap time and uh, it's not completely alone because I have my daughter and she's exclusively breastfed she's four months old so that's just how it is if you find this too distracting or whatever then uh unfortunately then this podcast is just not for you I'm not saying every episode is going to be like this but um I have a suspicion it will get easier with time, but you just never know. Every baby is so different, right? So, um, as I said, welcome uh, this podcast, the 30s Mother Podcast. You may be wondering why I went with mother. Um, I'm just going to kind of go in the background of the name, what it actually means to me. So, I, for me, I think a 30s mother can be someone who's in their 20s, 40s, 50s, whatever. It's not necessarily an age thing, but it's age-related in my mind because... I had always thought by the time I reached my 30s, I would be, I would know exactly who I am. I would have probably more children. I would have a nicer car, like an SUV or something. I would own a house by now. Um, I wouldn't be insecure in the slightest. You know, I would know who I am through and through and be confident in that and have best friends and a ton of thriving relationships and the most amazing marriage. And, you know, I, I'm not there with really any of those things. Um, life, I know people say life is not, like, what we ever expected to be. You know, unexpected things happen all the time, which is so true. But when I became a mom is when life just felt different in the sense of, like, so every year my birthday comes, like, this year I'm turning 34, Every year when my birthday comes, I go through, like, a midlife crisis type of situation where I evaluate my life, you know, I want to do something new, change my wardrobe, cut my hair, figure out what I want to do with my life, kind of get into something sometimes, or just kind of let myself be depressed and, you know, plan my own birthday, that kind of thing. Um, this year, my birthday hits differently, and I'll, I'll get back to that in a moment, why it hits differently turning 34, uh, but going back to the name, so... The 30s mother having it all together, but the word mother, I kind of thought about like, why would I, like, what, what word should I use? So mom to me speaks to like, we have to go and ask so-and-so's mom, that's my mom, you know, to me it kind of has like a negative connotation to it. I don't know why, probably, I mean, I guess I should have some idea because I don't have a relationship with my mom and never really, I never, never had a good one with her. Um, and it kind of I'm not, I don't want to say boomer, but it's kind of like that generation is the mom, you know? I don't know. Like, you, you really see, like, someone who's, like, really old is a mom. And then there's the mama, which is, like, the cutesy term you see on merch. I have, like, clothing that has mama on it, and it's so cute. But my podcast isn't cute. I don't see it being cute. And then mother is, like, she's a mother. You know, like, it has, like, a, a vibe to it. You know, it has, like, a flair to it flares from my generation at the millennials <laughs> but it just has a different ring to it it has more I don't know maybe it's more of like a stability in my mind so yeah the 30s mother um 
to me, that's like a mom who thought she was going to have her shit together and doesn't. And so now I'm like, I feel like, yeah, I'm always at this crossroads every year my birthday comes. Right now when I'm recording this, it's March. Um, but 34 hits different for me. So for those who don't meet, know me, don't know me, <laughs> I was raised in a single parent home by my mom, but not really fully. Like my grandparents were always there. I always got shipped off to my grandparents Probably when I started living with them more consistently was when I was like in grade seven. So I think you're like 10 then or something. I don't know. About 10 years old. My mom would always like ship me there. I didn't have a dad. He was never around. Um, I had aunts and uncles around and stuff. But <sighs> great. I lost my train of thought. It's not just the way of being a mom. So annoying. Okay. Yeah. So the 34 thing. Man, I'm surprised my brain came back that quickly. <laughs> So, yeah, so my mom and me, we never had a great relationship. She always shipped me off. And uh, 12 years after me and my brother, we were the last ones born, we're twins, um, and I have an older sister, my mom got pregnant with my younger brother. So we're 12 years apart. And when she had him, she was 34. And see, when looking back at my childhood, like when I was a child, I excused my mom's behavior. My mom, my grandma always said to me like, oh, she has the effects of FAS. Like her mom drank apparently when she was pregnant. So she, how my grandma worded it, she doesn't have full blown AFS. So, or FAS, sorry, fetal alcohol syndrome. So she doesn't have the full blown, whatever that means. Like, I don't really know what that means. She's a functioning adult. She doesn't make rational decisions a lot too, but, um, so she had him at 34 and for me I was thinking like oh that's so old you know like my mom was always depressed and in her room and sleeping all day long like looking back now I know how wrong that was she was literally sleeping and just let us wander the neighborhood and she would be up like all night so she wasn't up during the day she got up for dinner and we got ourselves breakfast and lunch and all that stuff, kind of thing so she wasn't there, but in my mind, I was like, she's 34. Like, she's old. She, like, even though I, I didn't, lo I felt like I didn't love or trust or whatever with her. But to me, she was like a grown adult. And then looking back at it my whole life, like even in my 20s, I was like, yeah, she was 34. She, you know, she had, she made her decisions and whatever. I just like, there's this like uh, maturity with 34 or just like, it sounded so old. And then now that I am turning 34 and I'm a mother to two kids, it makes me even more pissed off about my upbringing. It makes me even less forgiving of my mother and uh, makes me hold up even stronger walls. Like I am so pissed off that people excuse her behavior like my sister did, my aunts did, like my whole life. And I don't know if they were just trying to protect me uh, against my mother, like, so that I would still love her or whatever. But there's no excuse for what she has done and um, and the upbringing I had. And so I'm like at this crossroads in my own life because being a mom to one, he was born during the pandemic and um, at the end of 2020. And no one met him until he was four or five months old. That was my grandparents and my aunt that met him. And then eventually we flew to Ontario to have him meet my in-laws. And that was amazing. It was so good. It was so freeing. But it was different having one. You know, the adjustment wasn't as hard for me. It was quite easy because it was something I always wanted to, you know, going through infertility. And I didn't have some party crazy lifestyle either. I just was 
home a lot, you know, working home, working home, that sort of thing. Occasionally going out, but mainly just working home. And okay, so um, if you're listening on the audio, I just have to uh, restart my camera here because it clicked off. So be right back. So yeah, continuing. I was always just at work and home all the time. So for me, that was not much of an adjustment. You know, um, it probably laid a foundation for the type of parent I was to become because nothing was open, you know. Parent groups eventually opened up by the summer, thank goodness. So we joined classes and that was amazing. So fun to join like little baby classes and meet other moms with babies the same age. And I dreamed of that in my pregnancy, you know, do the whole pregnancy yoga and stuff. But instead just sat around <laughs> when the world was shut down. Um, and then when my second was born, or before she was born, so if you don't know any of my story, my daughter was diagnosed with an emphalocele at uh, my anatomy scan. They said just her bowel was out, and she ended up being born with her bowel and appendix out, and she was repaired at 30 hours old. And that was a really traumatic birth. Um, it was a beautiful birth in the way that I had an epidural at the end and, you know, all this stuff. It was, like, very calm. The doctor was amazing, or all the doctors I had, nurses, doula, midwife, amazing. But, um, you know, after they hooked up to her IVs and everything, I got to hold her for less than two minutes. And then she was taken across the river to another hospital. So it was really traumatic. And then a situation happened that same day with my mother-in-law. And now we are no contact with them and don't talk about, don't talk to them anymore. And I do plan on talking about it in a future episode. It's just a lot to unhash here. But I do need to talk about it and want to get it out there. So, yeah it was uh, really traumatic. Um, and, uh, I've become even more protecting of my children. Um, I know what it's like to grow up with a really, um, traumatic childhood and I don't want that for my children. Uh, I want to be the best mom I can be, the best person, wife, whatever that I could be to show them what stability is and show them who they can become. And maybe there'll be something great in this world, you know, and not struggle all through life like I did. So it's kind of like I'm, I am on this path of changing my family line, being different the best that I can be, and really scared that I might become like my past. So, I mean, I, I really, I really hope not. So this podcast to me is like a therapy whether no one listens or I get a couple listeners, I really hope I can connect with other people who potentially share my mindset and um, life. You know, I'm sure there's people out there who are like me, moms in their 30s, or you um, relate to being like a 30s mother, but you're in your 20s or 40s. Uh, like I have no friends, you know. Um, I'm really good at isolating myself and just not making connections. I think the realization right now that I'm seeing is that um, everybody just goes, right? So I just, there's no point in making connections, but I really need to get past that and not do that because I don't want my children to be like that. My mom was kind of like that, but I am good at making friends, but also I'm just like in the thick and the chaos of motherhood. So I never um, related to that phrase of getting lost in motherhood, you know, like, I don't know who I am anymore. I'm, I can't just be a mom, like that sort of thing. I get it now. With the second child, I get it because you're, it's not, it's not that I hate my kids. There's no hate whatsoever in my heart for them. No negativity, no negative thoughts regarding their life and them here. It's the lost in the laundry, lost in the mess of the house, 
lost in the routine. You know, I'm not like on a strict schedule. I don't sleep train or anything, but we have routines to our day. Um, kind of lost in the chaos of that. So, uh, it's like figuring out, yeah, who I am, but I can barely do basic hygiene. <laughs> I, I know a lot of moms are like that too. But yeah, I, I, I don't know what this podcast will become. I, I hope it could be amazing and that like in the past, um, so I was raised Christian. I worked for this like really dinky little newspaper online and I was able to interview a pretty popular Christian band. I would love to do interviews on this podcast one day. I think that'd be really exciting, whether it's just talking to other moms or professionals in, in certain fields, topics that I'm interested in and maybe my audience is interested in. I think that'd be really cool. So being a 30s mother is someone who is not where they want to be, is not even where they thought they'd be at this age or in this era of their life. But I'm just, I am, we are just figuring out who we, I am. (laughs) I say we in case there's other people listening or watching who I feel like they can relate to my chaotic thought patterns. And the beauty of doing a podcast is I don't have to edit it like I would a YouTube video, you know, cutting out the annoying mouth sounds or the pauses, the thinking, the forgetting what I'm saying, because there's just like a beauty in a podcast where you catch all of those things. I love listening to podcasts, listen to them when I fall asleep at night. I just love something about like a real conversation style. And who knows, maybe one day I'll have the money or the ability to do a fancy editing and whatever, but I still don't want to lose the, the, um, authentic, real feel of a, of this kind of style of podcast. So if you've listened to how, how long have I been recording? It says 14 minutes. So if you've been listening to this 14 minute recording, <laughs> however long it is, um, thank you. Thank you for stopping by my YouTube channel. Thank you for clicking on this on, iTunes or Spotify, wherever I've uploaded it to. Um, I hope that you have enjoyed kind of learning a little bit of background about me and, and why I'm starting this podcast. And uh, I really hope it makes sense to some degree. Um, but who knows if it will. Who knows if anyone will even see this. <laughs> I might just be talking to myself, but maybe I'll do a lot of growing just talking to myself. So yeah, thank you so much for watching and listening. And I have no idea what my upload schedule is going to be. I hope to do one a week. That'd be amazing. But it might be twice a month. That might be the the fair place to start right now, given my chaotic life. So, or even once a month. What am I doing? Ugh, I can't do it all. Anyways, if you want to connect with me, my main YouTube channel is Jessica Danielle. There's other Jessica Danielles. I think I'm the one with the lowest subscriber count. <laughs> and uh, on TikTok, my name is also Jessica Danielle with four S's. I post kind of like real and raw mom thoughts on there. And I don't really have any sort of theme to my TikTok. Uh, I'm not on Instagram. I mean, I have a private one with like a few of my husband's family members on there and a few acquaintances of mine but and friends. Uh, but I don't post like ever. I'm barely ever on there. Maybe I'll do a podcast, uh, Instagram and TikTok. I don't know if I'll do that separate from, from my, uh, other social media channels, but we'll see what this becomes. So yeah, as I close out again, thank you. And, uh, 
I hope you're having a great day and don't be so hard on yourself because we're all just doing the best we can, even if it's only just 10% of ourselves. Bye guys. Thank you.